Look, it's rock and roll. And cue music. Here we are, Halloween-themed A-Sides episode. Yeah, Bloody Marys for some typo negative. Yeah. For some bloody kisses, some bloody, bloody kissy, bloody kissy Mary. <laughs> I don't know what the hell any of this means. I should have drank before we got started. Sometimes it's like just awkward, like first thing out of my mouth, what should it be? Well, I feel the same way. I'm like, if I'm talking to somebody on my own, I feel quiet and I don't get really warmed up <clears throat> till the end. But then I'm already wound up by the time we get down here to record because we usually talk upstairs. So I'm like yeah. fired up. And then like, I'm not fired. Like I need to talk to those people for like an hour off air. Right. And then finally hit record. And then I'll be like sufficiently wired. You also got to somewhat stay on that microphone here oh, all yeah. over the yeah. place. Yeah. Like, I just need like a... You went like three feet to the left, three feet to the right, about everywhere, but See? Like I'm too, I'm too hyped up. I'm going to try to be louder because I'm okay. always quieter. I'll try to stay in one spot. <laughs> I'll try to stay in one spot. We'll see how it works out. I'll try to be more animated. You try to be less animated. Yeah. Somewhere I think in the middle we're going to be okay. So yeah, today's topic and the uh, theme of Halloween, we can do a little typo negative. Yeah. Some uh, vampire-esque type of music i guess that's what i think of i mean yeah. every album not even just bloody kisses to me they just have like that dark like peter Steele's a fucking vampire <laughs> let's just say well he was i guess he's not because he wouldn't have died because they don't die well, or well, somebody's out in the sunlight that's true that might have been it poof. you're right that might have been it so anyhow what year did he die i can't really remember i think it was 2011 was it dio Wish. died around the same time too I, like so it could have been 2010 well, rest in peace, Peter. Whatever the fuck we do here with this episode, our our picks yeah. don't don't shame you too much here. But uh, well, without giving anything away that might make your list, like when did you get into typo negative? Like, I mean, I was a late bloomer on them, to be honest with you. Probably twenty years ago. Yeah, I mean, not in the heyday of bloody kisses and October rust coming out. Like I remember them coming out and just, I don't know. I never dove into it. I don't but know They were why. still a current band though. So it's not like you yeah, got into technically, them after. Technically they were. I actually bought a DVD of Nosferatu that has oh, like, yeah? Christian woman and I think black number one's probably on there too and whatever. But basically, you know, that was obviously a yeah. silent film. And so they released a version. I think it came out in the late nineties. Yeah, I think I read about that. But I bought it like, it was like a DVD horror movie thing. Like, there was three movies maybe on one DVD or something. It was like a $5 Walmart bin fine. I had never seen Nosferatu, you know, other than like everybody at some point had seen clips of it and whatnot. Like, you knew what it was, but I had never seen the actual whole movie. And so I bought it and I watched it and I was like, what the fuck? Like, this is weird. Like, it was all typo negative songs for the soundtrack. <laughs> and it made it really cool. And then I kind of, like, I had to buy Bloody Kisses because then I just got, like, really, really kind of attached to it. Like, man, I actually do really like these guys. Like, I just, I think I just never was sure if I would. Like, the little bit that I heard just wasn't enough to grab me and be like, oh, yeah, I got to listen to that, you know? But then, yeah. for some reason, sitting through that movie with it playing, I was like, ah, fuck. 
these guys are actually really cool. I don't know why the fuck I didn't know that. And so then I bought Bloody Kisses and fucking hmm. love that album. So then I bought October Rust and that was about it. So yeah, it was probably, it was early 2000s. And then you got the album with the butthole on it. <laughs> I actually never bought the live album. Oh, okay. When they reissued it or something? I, it was I, like a, what was yeah, that, a I scratch and sniff butthole cover? Yeah, I didn't buy the reissue of that because I was like, nah, I mean, it's the first album, just live versions, basically. So I'm like, I don't really need yeah. that. I don't need it. Plus, I mean, that's pretty fucking gross. Like, <laughs> yeah. I don't know, man. I've got a pretty weird sense of humor, but that might kind of cross a line even for me. Like, that's fucking gross. Yeah, I think you said you didn't even get the Pantera butthole one either. No, I do have that one. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> That one's not as gross, though, because it's like yeah. you can't really see the butthole. I mean, you see like an aspen over with a screw going into it. But, yeah. I mean, that's not as gross and it's vulgar. It's up close. I mean, like. that, yeah, that's just <laughs> fucked up. I don't know, man. I can't. I can't do it. So that one grossed me out too much. I can't own it. So <laughs> so I didn't own the first album, Slow, Deep, and Hard, until they recently did that reissue of that. Oh, yeah. So pretty stoked about the reissues i'm kind of mad at myself because i didn't buy the world coming down reissue and oh now oh yeah it well it slipped past me like i didn't even know it came out i bought i pre-ordered every other fucking one slow deep and hard bloody kisses i don't even think october rust was a pre-order like i think i just found that one or no it was it was i think we did because you yeah because i got that poster found it Yeah, yeah i did i'm a liar i got that that poster thing and what the fuck else? I think that was last fall, or it was pre-ordered last August, and then yeah. it came out this time. So yeah, I did pre-order that one, and then Dead Again, and I don't know. Somewhere in there, though, they did World Coming Down Again, and I just did not see it. And I didn't know that it they reissued it until it was too late, and they were sold out. I'm like, I don't know how the fuck I missed that. and just I happened to get on that, well, maybe by accident or something, because I didn't know they were going to like start like reissuing these. But going back to like 2020, when they did a stimulus check... I kind of burned a little bit of that first stimulus check on like records and stuff. So I like had found it online through this Zia Records that's in Phoenix. And like, you know, Denny's was closed, but then some have like online orders that they were doing. So I bought it from them. Well, fuck. Yeah. Well, that's one that, I mean, next time, I guess, right? I mean, they still haven't done Life is Killing Me, so... I, don't know I was hoping they would have done that this year because it's like 20 <clears throat> yeah. um, years for that album. Yeah, I don't know what the deal is with that. Not my favorite album at all. I mean, possibly my least favorite, but... Yeah, I, I won't get into that too much. But. Yeah, I mean, I could spoiler alert it and just say there's actually nothing that made my list, but not that there's nothing I like on it, but I don't know. The other albums are pretty strong. Like, I mean, oh, Bloody, yeah. Bloody Kisses and October Rust for me. And, I mean, Dead Again. I And Dead Again, I didn't even like the first time I heard it. I remember listening to it and was like, eh, just didn't do anything for me. I thought it was a dud. And then now I love it. Like, it's right up there with the other two, you know. I remember actually buying it, and I think I traded it back in, or somehow I don't have it anymore. So I must have, like, you know... Traded it in somewhere for credit, and then in the meantime, it had disappeared from streaming, so I couldn't even like listen to it at all. Last year, it finally appeared back on streaming because they put it out on vinyl. But nothing made my list though. So, wow, spoilers. Well, okay, then at least I mean I'm, I have a feeling we're maybe gonna have uh, some similarities, but I mean that tells me right there there's gonna be enough differences. 
we're doing a Halloween themed episode, right? Last year we did the Misfits, so it made sense to kind of do another kind of band in that vein, like macabre uh, music kind of style. But then, uh, for anybody not familiar with Typo Negative, they're kind of weird and they always like poke fun at themselves. Even their greatest hits was the least worst of. And so we were just kind of like, well, we should just do a different number than 10 because they probably wouldn't do 10. Right. So we settled on eight. Yeah. No rhyme or reason, just eight. Yeah. I guess I kind of just started going into my list, but you didn't really give your backstory. How did you get into Typo Negative? Well, mine, I'm not going to give away the song because it made my list, but it took me a while to get into them. But the first time I heard them was a buddy of mine worked at co-op when we were like in high school, our senior year. I think because of paraphernalia or whatever, nude magazines and stuff, you know, the adult section in a co-op, you had to be 18 to work there. So my buddy Luke, he turned 18 right at the start of the school year. So he worked there and I thought he was so cool because I'm like, <coughs> man, you got a job at co-op. That's so awesome. So he kind of tipped me off a few times when stuff would come into the store, like getting trades and stuff like that. So anyways, long story longer, he gave me a few promo CDs that were laying around because I think he just went through a box of stuff and grabbed some stuff. So this would have been 2001, but Megadeth put out Risk in 99. And he gave me a CD, like a compilation that came along with the Risk if you bought it from an indie record store that had a whole bunch of tracks. And it had a typo negative song from world coming down and i was like well who is this band this sounds awesome but you couldn't google them or you couldn't really look them up on youtube at the time so i only had that one song so it kind of took me a while to get into them because then i had to like you know get some money to buy a um a cd uh so so yeah it took me a while to get into them because i kind of wasn't really totally in love with it but it Sounded cool because we like horror movies and we like, you know, like dark stuff like that. So it kind of seemed like it would have been up my alley. But I guess some of their songs are longer and like dirgy and stuff. So, yeah. I mean, I think for me with time, they grew on me. Yeah, it's the same way. Like at first it was more of like a, yeah, this sounds really cool. And so I bought Bloody Kisses because of the songs. Watching not that version of Nosferatu, like it grew on me. Yeah. <clears throat> but then it's like, yeah, you'd buy it and listen to it like around Halloween or whatever, because it was almost just like a mood. Like there's a lot of their stuff's yeah. kind of just like a weird mood piece or something. I don't know. But now it's kind of different. Like they've grown on me to the point to where. Yeah, I'll listen to it in the summer. Yeah, I mean, I feel <laughs> like I genuinely really love them as a band more so than yeah what I did 20 years ago. Like progressively over the years, they've grown on me more and more. Might be why Dead Again was one that I didn't like right away because it doesn't necessarily sound like October Rust or Bloody Kisses. Like the songs are kind of different. I don't really know how to explain it, but they don't have that. Like, uh, I mean, especially Bloody Kisses, like a lot of that stuff just sounds like it belongs in a horror movie soundtrack. Yeah, I'll just say one that pops in my head right now. It didn't make my list, so I'm not spoiling anything, but like Prophet of Doom. I really like that part, though. It's like a long <laughs> song, and it takes a while to get there, but it's like, I, 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 I am a prophet of doom. Well, and So I kind of like the poppy stuff, but it yeah. took a while to get to the poppy well, stuff. Well, Andy, that's my number eight. So oh, way to shit. go. So way to oh, go. Oh, shit. Oh. <laughs> Sorry. I no, that was perfect. I you said that. Now you segued into my number oh. eight, so it kind of oh. worked out. It's a Friday 13th, of course you will live to see noon. Oh, 
that's kind of the reason why it made my list because I feel like that was a track that you know like I said I didn't like the album at first first time I listened to it yeah and it's almost maybe for that reason like the song's almost too too straightforward for them like in a way like yeah. just that hook and everything I mean it's a great hook once it's in your head it doesn't leave mm-hmm. I've had it in my head all day I was just glad that you were the one that sang it because oh, I okay. was actually going to sing it. And now I'm like, <laughs> ah, I didn't have to embarrass myself. Man, that's the one thing that stuck with me, how I said I traded it back in, but I always would think of that. Because <clears throat> it's kind of like a play on words too, isn't it? Like profit instead of like, it's like profit with the F. Oh, I think, right. isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it is. Or yeah. something. I mean, a lot of their shit, yeah, there was yeah. weird, weird little uh, quirks about their... Yeah. Lyrics and whatnot. Oh shit! Well, I do feel bad for like stealing your thunder with your. I mean, pick. it's not really my. Thunder. I totally blew. It's not my thunder. Yeah. I didn't write the song. Oh. So, <laughs> well, maybe I can just guess what your number eight is. No, I can't. There's no way. Mm-hmm. Just start rattling off names. Well, it's from your least liked album. Oh. Okay. Yeah, I think I know what it is, but I'll still let you. Uh, oh. We'll see. We'll see if I'm right. Oh, okay. So. Was it the hit off of there? The. Yeah, the one single, yeah, because it's like... What's I, that actor's name that does the music video where he's like dancing and all the different... Like I can't think of that guy's name now, but like wasn't... Britney he, Spears and... Yeah, he was in like the movie... I'm thinking of the movie like Balls of Fury where they're playing, what yeah. is it, ping pong? Yeah. Yeah, it's like he that was in guy. that and then that Star Wars movie, uh, the one where they take their friend to see Phantom Menace, who's like dying from cancer. Fanboys. Oh, really? I haven't seen Dude, that. Dude, that movie's fucking great. And honestly, if you've, well, I mean, I'm a big Godfather fan, so I watched that show, The Offer, that was all about, like, the making of the first Godfather movie. Oh, really? And he plays Francis Ford Coppola. Oh, damn. So, yeah, he's, and it's weird because, like, you're just used to him being so fucking stupid and so goofy. (laughs) And instead, it's like, I mean, he still kind of is. Like, the relationship between him and Mario Puzo, I'm trying to remember who played him. But their relationship's funny as fuck in the show anyhow, but it's like a different kind of funny. It's not that super goofball kind of shit that he does like in this music video, but Yeah. But no, he fucking kills it, dude. That's a great show anyhow, but so I mean to any Godfather fans out there that, you know, haven't watched that show, it's fucking brilliant. But oh, I should check that out. Yeah. No, I recommend it. It's on uh Paramount, Paramount Plus. So <laughs> tune in every Sunday. No, it's not on. It's... <laughs> this was this was like almost a last minute addition to my list. I don't Did you actually say the name yet? Did we get to it? Oh, <laughs> From the album Life is Killing Me from 2003, and it's I Don't Want to Be Me. And it's just how, like, we're talking about almost like a straightforward song. Right. It is. It's, it's like one their of their most. more, like, rock songs, and it's super catchy. It's hard to get out of your head once you, once you have that in your head. It's like a total earworm. I almost put yeah. it on my list. It sounds different than what they do, but the lyrics are basically the same. It's more of that yeah. self-loathing stuff, and like you it's know, catchy as fuck. Yeah, and I almost put it on my list, but then like I realized I was almost putting it on my list just to include something from every album. Oh, okay. So I was like, no, I'm not going to do that because I think this is maybe a better song or a song that I like better, you know. And this was the first album that I bought, I guess. As a full-fledged, I would say I was a fan. I was looking forward to this one coming out way back 20 years ago, and I dig it. I dig the album, 
I'm not going to say it's their best because it's not, but I dig it because I like it. And I like some of the goofy songs on it. And I guess you don't have anything from it, right? No, I don't have anything on it. I like the one that's like, I like Goyles or whatever. Or it's spelled like Goyles, but right. it's girls. I like that one. It's got some kind of funky keyboard stuff. Even one, like we were Electrocute almost made on my list just because it's a weird ballad. So I like the quirky stuff on it. Everything they did was kind of quirky in its own way. Yeah, Yeah, that one. I guess that one just had moments that felt lighter. Like it was a almost more... felt like a sellout, even though it really wasn't because right. they probably didn't sell that much. But no, it probably did the opposite for them. Yeah, and selling out supposed to actually make you money, and it was probably their least biggest selling. Like I'm sure, you know, I know a lot of people kind of dogged it. So yeah, well, I didn't. I don't Andy know. likes I still, it. I still got one on there. Andy likes it. So if you don't, then fuck you. Yeah. I hope life kills you. No, I'm just kidding. That's <laughs> terrible. <laughs> Oh, man. Well, I'll move on to my number seven, which is a song that is incredibly long and cracks me up because the name alone is incredibly long and the song is incredibly long. Oh, okay. But man, the lyrics fucking crack me up. unsuccessfully coping with the natural beauty of infidelity yeah (laughs) hey it's a great title maybe i just wanted to say it yeah i don't know but also just when it hits that fucking like i would call it the main hook yeah in the middle when it finally kind of gets to it and it's just like i know you're fucking someone else (laughs) and then it's like and it's like a call and response thing like (laughs) then the backing vocals come in and say it too it's just like Oh my god, dude. But so I guess that's kind of like the funny one on my list. Well, I mean, like it's hard to listen to that song and take it seriously. But I love yeah. it for that. Like it's like funny as fuck, but I don't know, man. <laughs> yeah, I like that part. It's just so ridiculous. But it's like I can remember the first time I heard it just thinking like, what the fuck? Like it almost just seemed dumb. Yeah, cuz it comes out of nowhere. Yeah, but then yeah. like I guess once the song grew on me, you know, I kind of realized, like, no, nah, I mean, that's the beauty of it. Just like you said, out of fucking nowhere. <laughs> it's just so ridiculous. That's it. Not much more of a rhyme or reason for me on that one. What you sporting for a number seven? So my number seven probably is, like, their biggest song, too. And I got it, like, low on my list or or low for what most people would have on their list. But so we obviously bought some of those, like, reissues. Mm-hmm. And, like, did you get any from, like, Revolver uh, yeah, with the magazine? I got the one with the mag. I think my copy of Bloody Kisses, I think, came with the magazine when I ordered it. Same for me. I kind of put it aside, but I thumbed through it, you know, um, leading up to this. And they have a thing in there that's, like, like, I can't recall who picked it, if it was just the editor of Revolver. But there's, like, here's the 25 best, like, typo negative songs. So after I made my list, I went back through and just flipped through that to see, like, if I matched up with any of those. So my number seven uh, was the number two on the list, and it's Christian Woman. Well, I won't tell you where that's at on my list, but... So I knew we would match up with that one, but that's like I said, like, once I kind of started listening to Typo Negative, like, I went back and I bought some of the albums, and I pulled this out of your collection, because you've got the, I guess, the Digipack version of Bloody Kisses. And that's what I had bought, too. I bought that back, well, I don't know, 2000, 2001, something like that. 
I guess reading that magazine, the band actually didn't like this Digipack version because they took some songs off and replaced some stuff. But it kind of it kind of took a while for me to get into the band, so I didn't get into the, like like Christian Woman for a while. But where I'm going with this is like it was probably one of the reasons why I didn't like them at first, or I I was on the fence because I listened to the greatest hits more, and that has a four minute version of this song. And so sometimes going back like to the uh, to the longer version, it's almost the same as like the what you said about your pick, is it takes. A long while to hit that hook. I kind of <laughs> like the hooks, but then the um, album version, it kind of takes a while too. I appreciate it more going back and listening to vinyl because I don't think I have any of their CDs anymore, but I have the greatest hits. So I was used to that version, listening to vinyl. I have to I have to sit and listen to the whole thing, but I like it. I will say that that song is further up my list. I'll just leave it at that. I feel like I'm kind of rambling. Whatever, no, you're good. But I mean, like, I don't know. I like the song. I like the subject matter. And there's even a ghost song that kind of made me think of this song. On the last Ghost album, there's a song at the end and it's like Griftwood or something, and it's talking about basically, I think it might be talking about Mike Pence, how he like like loves the Lord, and it's like maybe he loves the Lord like too much. Is it like in a, a sexual way? And then this is kind of like a sexual way with the religion too, with the woman. So it kind of made me right. think like, okay, that's a man version with the ghost song. If you want to play with the get out of it i guess that's know? what i took out of it from my first <laughs> listen is i was like oh this kind of sounds like typo negative like not musically but like lyrically well i guess we're down to number six the title alone cracks me up but to me it has a hook that just i don't know it's catchy as fuck and it's just the most ridiculous fucking title slash lyric ever it's tripping a blind man oh <laughs> <laughs> But it's like once that hooks in your head, like once I read the fucking title, I just hear it in my head now, yeah. you know. Tripping on blind man. It's kind of got a trippy kind of sound to it, too. No pun intended. Maybe they meant that pun. I don't know, but... I don't know. It's it's just one of those things. It's such a cool song, has such a cool vibe, and then just the most fucking ridiculous song title. I'm drawing a blank. Which album is that on? It's on Dead Again. Okay. I was trying to remember whether it was yeah. on Dead Again or World Coming Down, but I'm pretty sure it's on. Yeah. It's on Dead Again. One that almost made the cut on my list from the album is a uh, September Sun. I'm not getting. I'm not getting. I'm not getting. We'll talk like, about it in a blind man in my head. Oh shit! Is that another? One? Oh, <laughs> fuck. All right. Well, you just want to read my list yeah, for everybody. Yeah. Like all of my all of my leftovers are your list. I don't know. Maybe mine's just a really basic ass, basic no, no, bastard no, no. list. Like, but I don't think there's a such thing with this band because yeah, it's I don't not, think there's a basic. It's not like it's fucking Aerosmith and they're all over the radio all the time. And yeah. There's an obvious, you know, set of greatest hits. I mean. Well, really, the greatest hits on that least worst of are just the singles. Cause, and that yeah. shit's, you know, still obscure. Like, Yeah, it's not like they're getting radio airplay all the time. Right. I don't know what they'd be played on. My number, like, so we're on six, right? This is actually throwing me off. 
So yeah, I just did my <laughs> my number six. So so my number six is from October Rust, and it's my girlfriend's girlfriend. That's probably a basic bastardy pick because it's another one kind of like I'm doing the basic bastardy list because I've usually got all these like three minute songs or something. But like my girlfriend's girlfriend, it's not dirgy like that funerally kind of organ. That it's like a more upbeat organ thing or something. Well, that yeah. <laughs> keyboard lick is like the hook of the song, too. Yeah. It's kind of weird because it's like the rest of the song, like the lyrics and stuff aren't that catchy. It's the fucking keyboard part that's yeah. catchy that kind of drives the whole thing. It sounds so. like the Munsters or something. Or the, so it's it kind of unique like, in yeah. that matter. I mean, you know, it didn't make my list, but <laughs> I dig that song. Fucking title's cool. So yeah. <laughs> That's what all I got to say about it is that riff, like the keyboard riff, it sounds like the Munsters kind of thing. Or like whoever played that, it's like in that style or something. Where were we at? So I had just given a gave away. Gaven. I just gave I had just given away your September soon. I did my number six, my girlfriend's girlfriend. Oh, you did. That's right. Okay. So then no point about me, you know, talking about my next one because it was September sun. So. Mm, shit. But. No, I want to hear what but you I like, have to say you know, about. You know, the main thing that you... makes that song great is just that dude, that fucking guitar player, his voice when he sings. Yeah. It just sets, it's just a different dynamic that when it does happen, it's like, ah, cool, you know. But on that song, it's like, he's kind of the star of the show on that one. There was something I read in the magazine where it was talking about, what's that guy's name? Like Kenny Hickey or something. Right. He does some of those vocals. And I think there was something like, if one of the band members had a gripe with lyrics, then Kenny would end up singing it or something. Hmm. Because he's like, fine, you sing it then or something. So then that Kenny just. I think he said something like he would keep his mouth shut because he didn't want to sing stuff then. I feel like we should be trying to do like a Peter Steele impression too, like talking in like a... Why was neither one of us doing that yet? Uh, well, I was I was thinking about that too. Like uh, <laughs> now, well, he sounds like Dracula. Now and I then put it kind of when spot. I think of it, then I would think of that Dracula the musical from that. What is it? A forgetting Sarah Marshall. There's the Dracula oh, yeah. puppets. I was like, man, they should have like they should have kind of combined that. I had like a Dracula, an actual Dracula musical, and had Peter Steele in it or something. That would have been fucking rad. <laughs> no. That's what they should have done for a spinoff of that. Was instead of that damn get him to the Greek or whatever yeah just should a have puppet movie. done actual fucking dracula musical so i guess we'd be moving on to your number five yeah you've had quite a few from dead again right so far yeah Keeping that's score. three that's three out of my four from dead again yeah so i have had my number eight on life is killing me my number seven was from Bloody Kisses. My number six was October Rust. And actually, yeah, my number five, I didn't plan it, but my number five is from World Coming Down. So I've kind of hit some of those albums, a different album with each pick. But my number five is Pyretta Blaze. Prior to like 2020 and getting that on vinyl, this song would have been nowhere near the top of my list. It was kind of forgettable for me. But there's something about this song, Pyretta Blaze, that's kind of like September Sun, where 
it's like, you know, dark lyrically, but it kind of sounds like it's them doing the Beatles, but a really fucking sinister Beatles. Heavy riff, but a pop chorus. You were my first, you'll be my last. I like um, your keyboard moves. I wish everybody um, could see yeah, them. Like, I don't know. It's kind of like that's actually what I like about them that has stuck with me. Black Sabbath doing Beatles. Sinister Beetle would be like a good band name. Yeah. We should start a new band, Sinister Beetle. <laughs> Talk like this all the time. Like some cross between a Brit and a... I don't know. I got a feeling there's not much of a market for whatever the fuck we have to offer there, so... Wait, no, we shouldn't do we shouldn't do Beetle, Sinister Beetle. We should keep it more alliterative. I like alliterative stuff. So it could be Sinister Scarab. There we go. I do like that. Copyright that. And then we have to hire Sinister Gates to play guitar. <laughs> oh, God. I only know his name because I see, like, I don't know, just at random, I'll see, like, his signature guitar pop up somewhere, and I'm like, why am I coming across this? I think it's made by Schechter, and oh, I don't even <laughs> like those guitars, so. so I can't even think of the name. Avenged Sevenfold. Jeez, I was drawing a blank. But, yeah, I don't need any of their fucking albums, so. Well, my number four is from World Coming Down. So awesome. finally... I finally came off the dead again trend, but and it's everyone I love is dead. God yeah. damn it! Yeah, because <laughs> I just like shouting "God damn it!" Yeah, exactly. When that song gets in my head, I just walk around and shout "God damn it!" All I the even time. bought a sticker that's got Peter Steele and it says "God." Oh yeah, damn you it. gave you gave one to me yeah. anyhow. Because I God damn it. <laughs> Right up there with tripping a blind man. It's just like this weird thing that just gets in your head and it just doesn't go away. <laughs> God damn it! I've really just wanted to yell that the entire episode. Oh. <laughs> but I didn't want to give it away. Anywho, I think we're on to your number four. So my number four is probably one where you're going to be like, what the fuck? I don't even know what song this is. Because it was on the least worst of. And they had three songs on there from the World Coming Down sessions that were, like, left off. But it's 12 Black Rainbows. And I like that one. I don't know. Yeah, I don't think I've actually ever listened to the hits thing, so. It's just another dark. If you listen to this song, it would probably basically be maybe the most basic bastardy typo negative song. What you think of typo negative, it's that song. It's just his usual dark shit just being dark and weird yeah just to but be then dark there's some weird. weird there's weird sounds at the end of it too almost like an elephant like elephant stampede or something i don't know there's <laughs> just some weird sounds in My number three, I would think, would be probably the most basic one. One of the most basic ones. I think my top three are pretty basic. But my number three is black number one. Oh. So I feel like that. Well, and it's on my shirt. Black, black, black number one. I mean, it's a great hook. And it's yeah. got two hooks. 
Like that hook ain't even that great, but then when yeah. it kicks in with the loving you is like loving the dead, like that's yeah, that's the real hook of the song. Man, you sound like you're holding back, like you really want to belt it out. I do, but the world's not ready for it. Oh, it's it's okay. I'm growing my hair out. You see, mm-hmm. I'm gonna dye it yeah. black. Number one, the world's not ready for Count Brentula, and then I'm gonna start a typo negative tribute mm-hmm. band. So I'm also gonna have to grow about a foot. <laughs> But uh, yeah, you can I, wear those platform boots. But that was definitely like one of the first made. songs. <laughs> yeah. The kiss boots. That was funny. Really funny. <laughs> well, that's proof that he'll do anything for my son because yeah. I'll tell you what, I would have never thought that I would have saw my dad kiss platform boots. But yeah, that was pretty awesome. I was like, well, okay. Go, Bruce. Yeah. Yeah. The guy that was, you know, trying to keep me from listening to all this kind of music. And then he shows up with those. It's like, what the fuck? Man? <laughs> <clears throat> that was pretty funny, though. Yeah. yeah, he's got a little bit more of a sense of humor these days in his older age, I think. So that's a good thing. Yeah, I mean, Black Number One, that's probably the first. I, mean, it's one, I would say my top three are probably like the first three songs that I really got into, right? So they just stick with you. And, you know, they also probably are like the big hits and whatever, technically. But Yeah, I'm pretty sure that tight. was number one on the on the countdown too because it had to be yeah it had to be number one i was trying to be ironic and not have black number one be black number three it's my number three it's my black number three What's your number three? That one, at black number one, you know how we usually match up. That one should be on my list because I got into actually that one more than Christian Woman. I don't know. I just, I'm just more attached to these other ones that didn't make my list. Right. My number three is from October Rust, Love You to Death. Oh, God damn. I used to love October Rest, and that was like my favorite album of theirs. It was the one that I actually bought that I like loved right away because I wasn't sure about Bloody Kisses. But now, sometimes going back to October Rust, I'm like, well, they all kind of like run together, how you're talking about. It's more about the atmosphere than maybe the songs, I guess, or something. So my favorite one to listen to is World Coming Down. But anyways, Love You to Death, though, is still, I'm not as like high on the album but that song though basically encompasses the whole album oh yeah yeah i mean it's the catchiest song yeah. on the album hands down i think yeah that's why it's my number two andrew oh, oh okay <laughs> so, so we're right there we were neck and neck yeah or whatever i'm trying to say <laughs> no about neck and neck like like it was a race yeah <laughs> i don't know i've I've well, like we were in uh almost in sync kind of <laughs> we had it kind of near the top maybe that's more what i was trying to say yeah. i don't know this one Bloody Mary just kicked my ass. And the pickle beer. Well, that's true. It's, yeah. It wasn't just one drink. Sounded good, though. Make you sound like the fucking, the lush. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I've, I haven't even finished my first Bloody Mary, and Andy's already about done with his second. <laughs> Never mind the beer that I've, my little sidekick, is that what they call it, or a sidecar? Your side piece? My side piece. <laughs> I don't have one of those, so. 
make that clear just in case somebody's listening. Uh, my side piece is named Mary. Bloody Mary. Oh, there Jesus, that was weird. <laughs> Bloody Mary. Oh, oh, oh. I'd like so, to sink my teeth into Bloody Mary. Oh, oh, oh. I guess I technically already did my number two, so now we just got to go to your number two. Oh, yeah. Is it black number two? <laughs> <laughs> no, but... you already said it wasn't okay. on your list. So my number two is I've broken my one rule of this podcast. I know where you're For like going. four years now, we've done these lists. We started with Megadeth, and we've done like Judas Priest... We've done, or actually, no, we started with Ozzy, I think. Even with Judas Priest, I didn't even put this on my list. Because my favorite Judas Priest song is Green Man Alishi. But I'm like, I don't want to put covers. So I left that off. But this one, my number two is their cover of Black Sabbath from the satanic perspective. Really? I love that song, man. Dude, it's just like... I don't know. I thought you were going to have Summer Breeze on Oh, there. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'd probably have Cinnamon Girl before I'd have Summer Breeze. Yeah. Uh, but no, like... So I've liked Typo Negative. Yeah, I'm going back like 20 years now. But I really, like... I got a new fondness for them um, in the pandemic, you know, or whatever. Getting these releases on vinyl and even at work. Sometimes I would just put a shuffle of, like, Typo Negative on. And some of these things would just shuffle around, you know, in my earbuds. I just really fell in love with this cover of Black Sabbath. And it's it's just like how we were talking about Peter Steele being Dracula. He sounds like fucking Dracula on this, and they just they do Black Sabbath better than Black Sabbath. Oh man! And I think you even said something. If the shoe was on the other foot or something, if Ozzy had passed away, you're like Peter Steele should be the Black Sabbath like front man. Didn't you say something like that? I might have. Hard telling as much as I do. Or he would be a good he would be a good <laughs> candidate at least. Well. Yeah, man, I don't know, the Black Sabbath cover that they did. But, like, even going back and rediscovering World Coming Down, I like their Beatles cover on there. Or, no, the Beatles medley on there. I don't remember what all was on that. I remember it, but not. Day Tripper! And it's like, Day Tripper! <laughs> yeah, I mean, it was really fucking out there. and <laughs> Yeah, dude, I love it, It wasn't like it, it was a straight like, cover, but. Yeah. But, no, yeah, I can't remember what all was in that medley, though. I think, isn't it Taxman? And yeah, she's so heavy. Yeah. She's so heavy. <laughs> I don't know, dude. It's like, I like when they do Beatles stuff. It's weird. It's definitely yeah. a different... Uh, yeah, know, man. Different. I don't know, man. Did I just kind of like, everybody's just like, huh? I mean, that's a smidge. Yeah, the Beatles stuff. That one was a little tough Man, for me. I'm weird, that dude. Was a tough I'm weird. I'm weird. I'm telling you, I'm weird. I know. A-Side Zoom <laughs> brings out my weirdness. I know. It's okay. Well, fuck, I think we're down to our number ones. Well, my number one's already been discussed. Oh, really? And it was Christian Woman. Oh. So. oh. But since it was my number one, I didn't really want to like yeah, blow yeah, it. I didn't yeah. want to spoil it earlier. Yeah, I mean, I think that was the first one to really grab me. I mean, I like I mentioned before, that Nosferatu, that version with you know all these songs yeah. on it. I mean, that song in particular just like fit that fucking movie. Yeah. Like the way it was in there and everything, it just fit. And so... I don't know. I just think that one always stuck with me. 
And it's actually like dark. Like it, it feels dark from yeah. start to finish. And yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. I don't really have much more to say about it than that. It's just, it has a feel and a vibe to it that. She wants to know God. She wants to love God. It's. Yeah. Well, and the thing about that is, like, I think the lyrics can be, like, you can look at it from a couple different angles, right? Like, I mean, like, you already kind of mentioned your perspective. Of I, it took being... it, I took it not really literally. Like, maybe he's just kind of saying some people take their obsessions too far. But then I guess really reading that magazine, he said that a lady that he was with for a period I did take it too far and was like, Wanting him to like almost be like, on what did he say in the magazine? Almost like I don't know where like crucifixes or something like while they're doing their business. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, she did take it too far. Hmm. Yeah, I guess maybe I need to bust into that magazine because I never did pop it open and read it. I mean, I should I should have. I mean, and then when we decided just to do an oddball yeah. number, it was like, well, I already have eight. So well, I didn't do much prepping. I just kind of thumbed through the magazine. That's yeah. it. I kind of listened to some stuff. I wasn't like reading anybody's biography. Yeah. If there is one. I don't know. Be cool. Be cool if there was. I'd read a Peter Steele biography. Yeah. Yeah, he would be an interesting guy. Because they said he did like what? uh, Playgirl? But more dudes bought it or something. That was the thing. Or that was supposed to be the story. Is like Hmm. dudes bought it, not women, I think. That's weird. Yeah. Well, there are men that like men. Yeah. I mean, that's a thing. So in case there's anybody listening that didn't know. But I do remember that yeah. because, and the reason I knew about it was uh, because there was a sports card shop uh, in Marquette Heights when I was growing up. Oh, really? That I used to go to. And because I, believe it or not, I used to collect baseball cards and basketball cards at one point. Oh, I thought I thought you said sports car, not sports. Cards. Oh, like I was like, yeah, they used to I sell. I thought you were going to say, believe it or not, I was a race car driver. I was a race car driver. Um, no, but anyhow, he had just Jerry a was few a other driver. random collectibles in there. And yeah. he had like these two Playgirl posters. Why? I don't know. I think maybe they were autographed. Like he had autographed ones and he had like the Peter Steele one and the Brett Michaels one. Oh, <laughs> I think, or no, Brett Michaels was on the one. I think it was like, oh, what's his name? Jesus Christ. Jesse James Dupree was on it too, though. Oh, really? Like, I think... I'm trying to remember the poster when I was a kid, right? Because it was fucking forever ago. But um, it was, I think it was a picture of Jesse James Dupree. And then there was also like a smaller picture in the corner yeah. with Brett Michaels. And then there was the Peter Steele one too. So it was like a big poster of the cover. Yeah. And I, which I thought was so weird. I'm like, why would you have this in your store? I mean, I guess because he was selling collectibles. But as a yeah. kid, when you're a teenager, you're kind of just looking at it like, is he gay? Like, <laughs> like what? Was there any other rock and roll stuff in there? No, that was the weird thing. Yeah. Was it was like the only things he had. <laughs> Everything else was sports. Like, yeah. he had a lot of sports memorabilia and stuff. And then a lot of cards, but... Where was that in Market Heights? Because the only thing I can recall in Market Heights is, like, the Freedom Gas Station. It was up the by the Freedom Gas Station. There used to be a little building there. I don't even think it's there anymore. Huh. There was that Freedom that was up there on the corner. Yeah. There was a little, like shop like this little fucking building behind oh like it. An iga kind of deal or something well, it wasn't an iga well there was one that was further back behind it there 
um, right on that street that runs in front of the school, there was yeah. like a, it was Pat and Sam's. And then I think it changed its name to Dennis and Pat's. And I don't know what the fuck it oh, is Oh, that's now. right. Cause yeah, my aunt lived in Market Heights. And so, yeah, I forget about Pat's and Sam's. Yeah. yeah. I mean, this was Jesus, you know, forever ago, 30 yeah. years ago, but yeah. So it's kind of hard to remember exactly where everything was, but I mean, literally up behind that freedom station, there was just some like real small little buildings. It was almost like a little strip mall, but fucking tiny. Yeah. You know, like three, four shops. And the dude had this just one shop that was, he was like a local guy that always had, when they'd have the neighborhood garage sale, like he would have his whole fucking collection out selling it in his garage. And he had like a crazy ass collection. So (laughs) all these people would like go to his fucking garage sale, you know? And anyhow, but he had so much, he eventually ended up uh, opening a shop. And it was only there, I don't know, a year Maybe two, and then he moved to actually he moved to Creve Core over by where you know where uh, Larry's Driftwood is. Yeah, and then there's that. Plaza. Yeah, there used to be a comic book shop there. I mean, when I was a kid, right? Yeah, yeah. There used to be that uh, Rails End was there yeah. right on that little corner spot next to it, and then across from that, there's that little fucking strip mall thing or little buildings. Yeah, there's like a tattoo shop and a hair salon now or something. He, I think, if I remember correctly, it was the same guy. I think, again, this was so long ago, but I think he opened it there. Hmm. Started off at Market Heights and then moved to the Creef Core, but I don't think either shop was there all that long. But for some reason, I thought baseball cards and shit were cool, but I kind of got away from sports. I mean, I still like playing basketball and shit, and I like watching sports here and there, but... I don't know. You like your football yeah, in I mean, the basement. It's on. <laughs> it's on the TV, but uh, it's like sometimes I watch it and pay a little bit of attention to it, but yeah. I'm not a diehard, that's for sure. So, Well, anyhow, I guess that sums up our our topic. Yeah. So now I'm going to see if I can get this fucking mouse to work. So, Oh, anyway. I didn't do my number one. Didn't you? Uh, no, even though my number one's not really... <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm a dickhead. I'm sorry. I, I know, thought we were done right. already. We talked about all this shit. I think I just got so fucking sidetracked that... I'm um, looking at your phone. Yeah. I caught you. Looking at my phone? Well, I was looking to see what time oh. it was. I was. Yeah. Well, my number one... You got to remember, I got ribs on the smoker, oh. so I've got... I'm just... I am keeping track of the time a little bit. What do you have to go but, out there? No, I don't have to right now, but... My number one is another one that you're going to be like, what the fuck, Andy? But, I mean, that's basically... See, that's why I was trying to cut this short. Yeah. I didn't want to hear it. (laughs) My number one is how I said I got that Megadeth Risk sampler. Well, my number one is a song that's on it. And I keep going back to that song because, I don't know, that's the first one I heard. Uh, So even though there's stuff that I feel like is better, it just uh, sticks with me. And it's Creepy Green Light from World Coming Down. I was actually on my list, and I kicked it off for September Sun. Oh, yeah? Huh. I literally just... Well, then I guess I don't feel that weird, then. You shouldn't feel weird. I love that song. I think it's great. It's got a weird vibe to it. Yeah, it kind of sums up typo negative, because, I don't know, even though the title is dumb, like, creepy green light, that just sounds kind of stupid. Like, what, a creepy green light? Like, I don't know, it sounds like how you're talking about race cars, like a... 
Right. But it's almost. Oh, man, there's a weird green light or something. But it's like, I, I don't know Instead of that. people seeing, like, I don't know, to me, I was trying to I was trying to look at the song differently doing this list. And I was trying to look at some of the lyrics. And it's like, instead of seeing, you know, people, oh, they see the white light. Well, he's just like, oh, maybe it's a green light. And she's coming back from the dead. Instead of going into the white light, she's coming out of the green light. So that's all I can figure he's talking about. All right. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I always just looked at it like almost like a parody in the sense of them, like. Or all their stuff is green. Like your shirt, right. typo negative shirt is green. Everything right. they did was green. That's what I mean. Like, I think they just knew they probably had a sound that kind of sounded like a horror movie. Yeah. Kind of soundtrack kind of vibe, you know. So they were like, hey, let's just write a song called Creepy Green Light that fucking, yeah, you know. Making fun of ourselves. Yeah, like it just. Yeah. Sounds like we're intentionally writing a horror movie soundtrack yeah. song. And to me, that's kind of yeah, That's is... what it does sound like, because I liked horror movies. I loved Monster Vision at the time, you know, yeah. with Joe Bob Briggs and shit. So then when I heard that song on that um, sampler, it seemed like it was fucking right up my alley. But it just right. took a few years, um, you know, till like 03 or whatever for me to get into them. Yeah, well, you can tell a lot by uh, your songs, my songs, our picks. I mean that like in the sense that when I say you can tell a lot by your songs, I didn't mean just yours specifically, but what anyone would pick because you yeah. like creepy green lights, you like yeah. creepy things, you like horror movies. So that's yeah. a reflection of that. I, I had like, a creepy crawler machine or whatever, a light bulb thing that heated up yeah. uh, goo and made bugs. See? Yeah. I like tripping old people and disabled people, <laughs> blind <laughs> blind men. <laughs> Old blind guys, I go out if they're walking around with their little, you know, stick thing. Um, what's that? Whatever, their, cane? their little cane yeah. thing that they're certain, you know, yeah. I just go out and fucking kick them. <laughs> I'll just kick their shins. How do you feel about Rocky Erickson, Brent? Well, you know the answer to this, Andy. I mean, I've covered one of his songs. Yeah, but does anybody Love else listen all of his stuff? I don't know. That was such a weird question. Oh. Is it because it's Halloween themed? Yeah. So you're trying to. Well, I actually almost was going to see if you have you been to working do with a two headed dog half and half. I have been. Yep. No, actually, though, that copy of uh, God damn it, God damn it, <laughs> God damn it, the. <laughs> That copy of that album I just fucking ordered. Jesus Christ. Uh, the evil one. The evil one. I was drawing yeah. a blank on it. No, so I I bought that copy. They only had one left, so I was like pretty excited. I was like, yeah. fuck, I'm glad you brought that up because I didn't have it, and uh, now I have it. Well, good. But we, I couldn't get it, though. You got the last one. So oh, you know you. what? It wasn't that, no. so, what, that album. No, it's a different one. See, I don't even know what the fuck I'm talking about anymore. A different album of his I have. It's like a double, it's a double vinyl and the fourth side. Just has like a fucking etch, and it's of a two-headed dog. Oh, really? Yeah, it's stupid. <laughs> it's just like two dog heads, and I'm like, <laughs> that's kind of dumb. But yeah, it wasn't the new one. I busted it uh, out though the other day because I played the evil one, and then this other one I can't fucking think of the name of it either. But the one you told me about, don't slander out. me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you told me you like that one. Yeah. Well, that one's yeah. It's got nothing in return, which is one of my favorite songs of his, which is why I recorded a cover of it. Yeah. And then uh, what else was on that one? It's like I sat there and just when we were talking about him, texting back and forth, it randomly popped in my head, and 
I think doing a Rocky Erickson episode would be cool. Yeah. It'd be interesting. Not a lot of people know his stuff, though, so I don't know how intrigued people would yeah. be. What, do a top five? I don't know. Or would we be able to do a top five? I mean, yeah, I could. I could probably do it real quick. Like, if I just went over and grabbed his records and pulled them out and looked, I could be like, oh, this, oh, this. I like it, but all the songs are basically just the title. I've been working at the Kremlin with the two-headed dog. It's the night of the vampire. I mean, some of his stuff does get pretty repetitive. It's a cold night for crocodiles. (laughs) Well, I think the... He sounds like Neil Young on acid. Or he's something. got really weird lyrics, but they're catchy <laughs> songs. Yeah. But they're fucking all his lyrics are weird. I mean, dude, yeah, the music is fucking awesome. But yeah, the lyrics, he's just kind of he's like, an odd dude, man. Yeah, but I mean, I don't know. I just at some cold night for alligators. There's a crocodile. crocodiles. I think oh. right. I don't know. I'm so fucking lost right now. My brain. Can't something with reptiles. Anymore. I don't know. Anyways, this was fun, and it's fun getting in a fucking Halloween mood. It is. I'm going to go paint my face like Peter Steele. He was made of steel, right? (laughs) 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 I don't know what the hell I'm talking about. So thanks for listening to my nonsense, Andy. Yeah, thanks for listening, man. Well, Thanks for making nonsense with me. Four years going strong.